Is that... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if Richard is trolling me or not. <laughs> yeah, that much latency. <laughs> I, I, yeah, is that the latency? Okay. No, yeah, okay, yeah. I clapped at three, and and you are clapping a little bit later. I'm, okay, at four. <laughs> yeah, you, this is the first time someone has problem with this. <laughs> at four, R you clap. R Richard, the so special one, sound. two, so three, four. Okay, let's do it like that. One, two, three. Okay, great. Bitches cooking at the squad, saying, Oh my god, please, any guys might drop. Yeah, oh my god, honey, bitches cooking at the squad, saying, Oh my god, please, any guys might drop. Joy Kindren, welcome, bitch, head monster of the week. One dog, Benedict, er, met Hank and Richard. This is constructing old school magic, monster of the week. Yeah, this is how we chill from 200 kilometers long, 150 kilometers wide. And we have about 85 active players in the Netherlands for old school. 
That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. And everybody uh, used to organize, or we have a lot of tournament organizers. They all organize about one or two tournaments a year, which basically comes down to at least one tournament a month, less than an hour away. So we always have about 40 people in uh, uh, showing up at the tournaments, uh, which is great. And then all of a sudden we were all stuck at home. We all know why the whole world changed. And um, I always had the idea of organizing something online. So what I did is I started organizing a, uh, for what we then thought, you know, for the short period, I'll organize something where we can play online. Um, that was four tournaments. Then I did kind of like a top eight over the four tournaments. And um, then everybody, I really enjoyed it. Um, well, top eight over that, you, you yeah. did it mean like... Number the, one, number two oh. of each tournament uh, were put in a fifth edition. I called it the Champions League. Okay, okay. That's and pretty cool. But yeah. you don't do that anymore. No, no, no. no. <laughs> so, but that was too only many, because... Too, ma too many champions. I, I would have <laughs> known because I, I, I was number one at least one time. <laughs> Yeah, and we had uh, Richard. Uh, so you and Richard, I think, both won three times. The, uh, I don't the think I won three times. No. I think I won two times. But oh, two, we can, you we both can say two. three. <laughs> yeah, so you both won two it, times. It's, <laughs> it's, it's better for my ego if you can call it three. <laughs> and basically, so, inspiration for me was kind of like what Jared was doing in the, is doing in the US on a very good way, very popular way. Um, but what I, my biggest issue with the Mios and also the derbies uh, is the hassle with the time zone. Yeah. So what I basically did is I said, you know, I enjoyed what I did, the, the, those couple of uh, online tournaments. Uh, I must thank Slanfan because I used this software from the derby mm. back then. Now I'm using Tolaria. Um, basically what I did is I started to open it up monthly uh, with the only rule being we're playing European times. So everybody mm. from the US is welcome, but roughly, you know, you should be able to play around between 8 and 10 CET and some daytime CET in uh, in the weekends. Yeah. And, so, and yeah. now you can do availability on Tolari also, so that's yeah. pretty good. You can book up everything beforehand, and I think it runs pretty smoothly. Uh, I, you... I don't even remember how I joined the first Odal, but it was, I think this is my fifth or something like that. Uh, yeah. And I had such a blast uh, playing it and it worked out well, as you said, with the time zones and I haven't had a bad experience yet. <laughs> so <laughs> You, you uh, didn't play me yet, right? Exactly, exactly. Uh, that, uh, when that will happen, uh, I might like need to take a big break or something. <laughs> No, I, I agree, and I think the players makes um, make the success. Um, I really like the players from Norway because they add a lot of spice. I mean, people like uh, Odun, people like Ulle, uh, if I pronounce it correctly, and I'm probably forgetting a couple others, but they they, they try to break Jarvman's demon. They try to break you know, mm. other cards. I'm still waiting for an Armageddon clock deck. But um, <laughs> did, they, did, yeah. did, did they break Jushim already? No, you're you're trying that, and I will leave that to you in a land for <laughs> to work on. Yeah, that. different episode. It's easier in scryings, but it's <laughs> rather hard in 
No, I, I, I agree. And I think what also adds is the WhatsApp group I created with an open link you can join. And it's, 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 I know there's a little bit of banter going on in that group. And it's, it's more, you know, at least get four games a month in. Yeah, See each it other. was fun during the soccer, uh, yeah, European yeah. soccer uh, like league we had here in this summer. Uh, yes. With, with the banter between everyone. Yeah. We didn't have any grudge matches, I can't remember. No. Uh, no. no, but it was really fun. Uh, and yeah, so let's jump over to Richard. You, you're having a raging bull, raging all over the place, but uh, can you talk briefly what you're doing? Yeah, yeah, in the sure. Netherlands community. Yeah, I started uh, playing old school in uh, 2017, and then the first tournament I played was uh, Gathering of the Knights of Thorn, organized by Mari in Enschede. And then I uh, played the uh, Hill Giant and Frost Giant Cup, which is in uh, Hilversum and uh, Northern Paladins in Groningen. But I thought, yeah, I mean, there is literally not a uh, tournament in the most crowded place in the Netherlands, which is called the Randstad, which is basically cl anything close to Amsterdam. Well, we're not living in Amsterdam, not, neither Henk or I, but I really thought it was fitting to have a tournament in Amsterdam because a lot of people love to come to Amsterdam. So. Mm. In like from all over Europe, basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's easy with yeah. flights. It's it's a little bit expensive, but it's easy with flights. And uh, a lot of people like to do extra additional activities when they're in Amsterdam anyway. Um, mm. So, yeah, I thought it's a popular place. Um, I like to I like organizing. I organize in anything I do. I organize stuff, uh, trips, holidays, uh, events, whatever. So I thought, yeah, it's time to organize a, uh, uh, a old school tournament. So... Um, Picked Amsterdam, actually um, the oldest place where we still play Magic most probably, already for 24 years, 20, yeah, I guess 24 years they're playing Magic in, in the Two Klaveren, which is a, a game cafe where well, each, each Monday and Friday Magic is being played. Uh, only they never saw old school players, because that was a completely <laughs> new experience to them. So okay. uh, yeah, in 2019 organized it for the first, oh no, 2018 then I guess, jeez, I can't remember. No, 19. No, no, of course, 19 for the first time. Had a little bit above 40 players. And then after we left the place, they thought, we have never seen this ever before. Because they were used to a couple of people doing booster drafts and drinking two waters over the span of uh, 16 hours. And we mm -hmm. started drinking at 10.30. We had people <laughs> falling asleep at the toilet. And, and it, was, yeah. Yeah, it was one fantastic experience. Only, I think yeah. Mitch has said that before when he booked, uh, he's <laughs> arranging some tournaments also, when he booked a place, uh, he, he, they asked if we would, if there would be covering the places we were sitting, right? Yeah. What was that thing? Like yeah, a, yeah, so a cover. You have to put down a cover at a minimum, minimum drinks of three Spence. and a half thousand something, a minimum spend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so in, in Dusseldorf, they said, I believe they said to Mitch, yeah, well, if you manage, if the group manages to drink for 300 euros, you get the room for free. I think I, mm -hmm. I, I mean, me and Christian already went over that. Early yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that was done. Mitchell was laughing at the guy. Yeah, he said, oh, that will, that will happen. Yeah, exactly. Per player, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I think, Sorry, Richard. No, no, no. Yeah, I, th I think the most fun was, I didn't know these guys. So, Leo Bruder uh, flew down. Um, with um, damn his friend. Um, well, 
he, he flew out, he arrived at 10.30 in Amsterdam, he, he got a beer immediately, walked down, because we played downstairs, walked down, said cheers, he played, but, but um, he had to catch his, he had to leave at 8, but he actually made, his, made the finals. So he, okay. he left at 8.15 to catch a plane at 8.45 or something at Kibble, <laughs> which is like impossible Sick. to ever get. But that's, I yeah. mean, just flew in and out to play a tournament, making the finals, but not being able to play it, right? So, I mean, it was one um, one tournament and, let's say, memories made. Only only 2020 and 2021 uh, were both online because of uh, the COVID. So. Mm. We'll start to um, uh, we, well, the, open up again. Yeah, the, open, the, the next live tournament is uh, 2022, and I have mm. 64 spots, and um, you have to get on that list, Seb, but uh, there's, yeah, uh, there's already 50 guys. <laughs> well, uh, put me on the list then. I, I've, I've said that it's on my bucket list to come and play with you guys in uh, Holland. Well, can, can I, uh, I didn't even open, open the re registration, but you are pre-registered. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> so, Richard, uh, so you're forgetting the most important thing. What? It's the, the only Swedish legal tournament we have in the Netherlands. That's true. That's true. We play 100% mm -hmm. Swedish, no exceptions made. And um, okay. I, lo I love the fact that we have all kinds of variants, right? We have uh, 10 proxies, we have uh, uh, CE allowed, not allowed, and, and Raging Bull is the only one 100% Swedish, which mm. tends to draw um, other. Well, some people love it, some people don't. Uh, let's put it that way. And yeah. um, uh, and still, at least online, because I even did that online. I mean, even Florian, let's say, said online it was okay to play with uh, reprints, which which I uh, I, yeah, yeah. I found very bizarre from uh, from his point of view. <laughs> but Raging Bull, Raging Bull meant, online is also no reprints, right? It's 100% Swedish yeah. legal. Yeah, but Flor Florian meant beta. Yeah, Florian, known to people for arranging the Noobcom uh, series that we had instead of Noobcon the last two years, he was uh, uh, fixing behind the scenes. But the last time, the, like this year, he even played. So online magic is working in a way. Uh, but we forgot to mention with the Odol, you allow reprints with the same art. Uh, right. Uh, yeah, and then of course, obviously, plateau and uh, surrender are fine. And um, I mean, even I even allow uh, artist proof. I mean, as long as we recognize the picture, I'm fine. We're playing through a webcam. You cannot win anything. It's it's just for fun. Yeah. It's oh, a oh, oh, kitchen table. The first tournaments you could win a pestilence. So, uh, what's the deal with the pestilence, Hank? I don't know. I hope you can pick them up this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> We're you know, one, and a half year, one and a half year later and they're still not there because of you know, a... <laughs> you know how it goes with artists. So I have sent um, for, uh, I've sent the beta pestilences to um, um, somebody in the Netherlands to alter them. Mm. You know how it goes with artists and deadlines. Um, yeah. Yeah, they, 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 still they love the sound when the deadlines swoosh them by. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> in the end, I mean, everybody should be happy. I think they've quadrupled in uh, in value now. So. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. Then, then, then it might be fine. Yeah. Did you, by I, the way, Seb, see the price of a raging bull nowadays? Yeah, someone probably bought out. Yeah. So I actually think the whole uh, economic scheme is uh, the of all of your Netherlands doing. I do, I can connect it with the tulip uh, crisis, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but it's, it's, Reggie Bull, it's worse. I didn't, 
there, there was no problem before I noticed that uh, Netherlands people started playing old school magic. Yeah, but and now look at the prices. But it's crazy. What? But the Raging Bull is a is a bulk legend common, and you have to yeah. the, the cheapest one on card market is 14 euro. Mm. Yeah, because yeah. It, and I, I'm not buying them. A guy from Austria is buying them all. So yeah, um, yeah it's it's bizarre. We're we're not we're not doing finance no, this true. episode, but uh, it's it, it's kind of easy to manipulate one system. TCG have have had that problem in the past yeah. also. You can see like on card market card market this for the listeners. It's the European standard place where you buy uh, online cards uh, nowadays. Uh, but you can see like people pushing really high, uh, selling them really really much on yeah. some sites and then that pushes up the average price and whatever yeah. Yeah, but yeah someone probably bought out all of the <laughs> raging bulls uh, i, st- I that, talked to him he, i talked to him he now have over two and a half thousand which he thinks is a lot okay. but, but they're two hundred and fourteen thousand printed so he still has to have <laughs> a long way to go yeah I've, I've heard that someone tried to do that with like Lotus Petal. It's a newer card yeah. where you sacrifice the artifact to get one uh, mana. Uh, <laughs> but it, it doesn't really work that way, no. Okay, anywho, uh, we're not here actually to talk about uh, the Netherlands or your tournaments, but I just wanted to give the listeners a brief introduction of you guys since we we have you represented here. We're we're here to talk about what, Tank? We're here to talk about a debate we had, and I believe Gordon also had with you when I was joining uh, NoobCom 2, that in officially Richard's opinion white is the best color for a robot deck yeah and uh like you play red i i go i tend to go red uh we we have some splashing colors of course uh and uh, (laughs) (laughs) like talking robots maybe we should go with uh what's the key components of if we before we go into the colors what do you think needs to be in the deck to actually say you're playing robots uh, richard um yeah artifacts and then artifact creatures because they tend to be robots and then for me it's at minimum sushis and triskelions and then mm-hmm. from there you can let's say expand any direction but well of course if you play atlantic or easy rules then the sushi might be already a different story but i'm talking let's say swedish meta over here so sushi and triskelion is the basis of any robot deck um, yeah you agree hank sure you agree? Yep. Yeah, yeah, maybe Yotian soldier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be, could be. It's it's uh, the flavor fits. I'm uh, I'm playing I'm playing battering ram in two days on the Uten, uh, at the Uten Troll Cup. So battering ram, <laughs> don't rule it out. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, Seb, no, of course, yeah, those two. I mean, Trike 
basically makes it a robot deck. Uh, Suchi, obvious choice in, in Swedish meta. Um, mm. I, in this deck, particular deck, what I played, uh, also Juggernaut, which I think they attract a lot of bolts. On the other hand, at mm -hmm. least the bolts are out of the hand. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, before we go into the Noobcom 2 deck list that you and uh, Richard built, no, is that true? No, Richard? no. Richard yeah. built the deck. No. I, I am okay. not a... I, 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 I'm not really a really good builder. I like to build decks, uh -huh. but I'm not good at it. So I'll just um, take something somebody else did and I'll improve it. Hank, okay. Hank changed one <laughs> card for his new combat. No, 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 no. I changed multiple cards. Yeah, just, <laughs> the, 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 the sideboard, but one card in the main. Because I didn't so, have it. Uh, some years ago, I played in NoobCon. Uh, yes. And uh, then I played the red-blue version. I guess all of our versions are blue, at least. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You need uh, copy. Because, yeah, exactly. You need copy <laughs> artifact. And uh, I don't think we have... Uh, uh, the power. Yeah, everyone is playing copy artifact. You need all of the power, of course, and all the, like, splashing... Uh, Tudor and Mind Twist uh, and the one of the greatest cards of course in the sideboard or in main is uh, Abyss also, right? Yeah, 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 completely agree. I mean those are and, and uh, yeah, so those are key apart from some lands obviously, but uh, uh, yeah, you could Seb, friends were friends were due. You didn't design the deck as well, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, I played the machine gun it's berlin's uh, deck uh, yeah. from the beginning berlin won uh noobcon back in the day uh with the most fun deck ever the deck but after that he started brewing different he, he's built an arabian agro deck and he built a robot deck list that i tried out and i think i came like just very close to top eighting or whatever. I don't know if it may, maybe I top eighted. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, the but it's uh, in his version. If we're, we're starting the, yeah. if we go by timeline, um, it's a as you guys mentioned, it's a red blue deck and mainly for uh, eight hogs, fireballs, uh, and will. Yeah, wheel of course. Wheel is probably good in all of them also mm. because you really unleash your hand. Or that's the best feel that you can have, I think, with this deck is that you you can usually just like uh, put everything on the table. Then you are uh, like, if you're playing uh, Time Twister and you're playing Wheel, uh, you can usually just like load up again uh, but in his version the way back from uh, he called it machine gun because you're also playing hercules uh, and as we mentioned we play triskelions and then you can like shoot again i guess uh, yeah. and hercule is another cool card with uh, the wheel effects so you can if you're like hercule your opponent i guess and with uh, your four with your four manifolds Exactly. But, but great with monowalls. But actually, this version, or less close to this version, I mean, the Hercules versus uh, Triskelion uh, manifold combo, whatever you want to call it, right? That You mm. see that a lot again, right? So if he built this years ago, then obviously mm. everybody after that copied it or had the exact same brilliant idea. But this, mm. uh, this deck is ahead of its time, for sure. 
I think that robots have shined more lately. I I think ATOG took over the meta. Uh, like back in the day, it was the deck, and then the contender was uh, blue, red, uh, I guess, uh, counter burnish decks. And then ATOG came, uh, like, you know, Svante and Mono, Mono and yeah. the, whole, the whole team sped. They really, like, Will. brewed the. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, Morgan also they built the perfect ATOG deck, which is more lean, I guess, than the Counterburn deck. And also, uh, probably the uh, in a Bottle became more prevalent in, yeah. like, you saw it more in sideboards and stuff. Yeah. So, and, and the Counterburn deck isn't that good if <laughs> against uh, that. Yeah, and, and Seth, if I, if I, I know you got a full ATC episode on this, mm. on this deck yeah, as yeah. well. Um, and like Mano said back then, really nice sideboard picture. Just threw some cards in and we'll see what sticks. <laughs> but um, would you play this deck again with Serendip? Just after the remark you just made. Yeah, uh, I don't think that's the problem with this deck. You can even play, uh, like I might have played it. I played the same kind of deck. I changed some cards, I guess. Uh, and I even played one City in a Bottle in Cyborg. Uh, it's not a problem after sideboarding, right? Uh, it's harder with the counterburn deck because you're playing flying men also. And you don't really have even eight togs uh, playing counterburn usually. So you, that's the pressure you have. And you want to play a threat and then you want to burn for the rest. You're playing chain lightnings and lightning bolts in the counterburn deck. No, no, but I mean in, in your build. Yeah, but here uh, it's 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 not probably you don't really need the serendips because you have, like as we mentioned, all the suchis, all the trisks. You have uh, in the red blue version we're talking about now the Berlin deck. We also had two eight togs at least. So mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I think and uh, like one card that's probably mm, I don't really see it that much is the black weiss also. Yeah. Uh, yeah, guys I, I would never play. That. I would never play Black Fives main in this deck. For me, that's a really odd thing out there. I mean, well, yeah. at least the, the build I made. But then we go straight. It's it's based on a different philosophy. And 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 mm, and, yeah. and well, we get into we're going that later, to delve into that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. But yeah, Black Fives really yeah don't fit for me. Also, not in your version or well, Berlin's version, right? It's mm. yeah. I, I have. Yeah, I mean nowadays I would have the same with the dips. There's bottle everywhere, mm -hmm. and yeah. you you basically have four mana turn two. Okay, so you're talking like the curve wise, you don't need the dip, or well, you, <clears throat> you 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 would play more uh, like artifacts, uh, or yeah, we'll, we'll we'll probably get to that later on. But I think mm -hmm. that's the reason why Richard took another another choice in that slot. Yeah, another turn. Maybe yeah. we can move on to your deck, actually, since we, we want to do that so badly. Uh, no, 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 no. Like, Let, let's go ahead. <laughs> no, but no, but okay. It's uh, I think okay, well, red well, is well, uh, solid for uh, like in my sideboard. I played it in the Odol, and I actually took down the Odol with it. Uh, I think it's good with lightning bolts and the, yeah. uh, you have the fireballs. You have the eight togs. I think Blast. those are the yeah. Clearly, um, yeah. yeah, exactly. You have the red elemental blossom in the sideboard. Uh, what, um, uh, what, 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 it's, what, what, it got more reach, I guess. Uh, and, and, and what I, what I was wondering, right? I play three copies and not four, 
Now, the reason for me is doing that is that I had an opening hand with two copies, right? That's that's mm. the word. And even if you're top decking and, and your opponent removed whatever disenchanted sports approaches, all your creatures, then a mm. copy could be, be a wordless top deck, right? It could be the best ever, like going Trisk and then copy is fantastic. But mm. for me, really, four copies is, is one too much. At least that's my ideal is. Uh, well, 3.1, hey, if uh, like Manu okay. say or somebody else, right? But but definitely not 3.6 or 4.2. I uh, disagree. Don't really agree. Yeah, yeah disagree. I, I think it's great with uh, yeah. like you're playing Mishra's Factory. That's the key thing I think it's good with. But also like hopping as you. The, the in the dream world in Magic Christmas Land, you want to copy the Trisk, I guess. Uh, yeah. But you don't Trisk. need to copy the creatures. Like usually you play uh, turn one, you can play a Moxen and a land and copy the Moxen. And next turn you can play the Suchi or whatever. Yeah, or so copy Soul Ring from the opponent because you really ah. want the Soul Ring. Yeah, yeah but no, there's, I, plenty, I, of, there's yeah. plenty to copy. But even then, then if you play four copies, I would definitely not play four surrenders, right? Then these surrenders mm -hmm. need to be other oh, yeah, creatures as well. So, okay. so for me, I mean, four copies is already too much in my, from my perspective, because every mm. card you need to, every card you're pulling needs to be a hit. And unfortunately, mm. a copy can be a win more card, but it can also be a miss. And, and mm. well, I'm not in, I'm not really into the win more mode. I'm just here to play threat after threat. So I'm really yeah. more of a consistency kind of guy. And then your surrender like you, is not a target. So no, I don't like you them. You want it to be more like the you don't you don't you ask the question. You don't want to have answers. Uh, and I kind of agree, but red actually makes it a bit better. Also, with all the mana, you have fireballs. Uh, you have eight togs eating up the artifacts, uh, and then you can eat up a sushi and do a big fireball. I don't know. Uh, I think well, I would like to play four still, let, especially with Mistress. I mean, let's be honest, Seb. If you want answers, you play white. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm not playing. I'm not playing white for answers, eh? No, no, no. That's <laughs> the same. That's 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 the funny thing. We will see it later on. But I mean, we're not. There's no white white for answers. What? I, but still, what I was uh, I'm interested about because that's what we'll see in the flow of the or. The changes I've made to the to the deck uh, Richard was playing. What was mm. your worst matchup? Uh, for when playing red. Uh, yeah, yeah, your like, build. Yeah, or, or Martin, uh, whatever. Yeah. I think you, you're play You don't have any enchantment removals, and you mm -hmm. are afraid of uh, like flux. Maybe you have the red elemental boss. That's yeah. great, uh, but you. But, but I I played two lightning bolts in the sideboard. I don't really know the worst matchup. It's probably dust to dust ish decks, uh, not like the Shatterstorm decks. Those are probably also very hard. Uh, I I don't think Troll Disco is such a big problem since you're playing uh, Hercules and you have yeah. Shatters so in this after and you so but. I think the white decks, uh, with which are playing a lot of uh, artifact removal, can be a problem. Uh, if they're playing dust to dust, also, <laughs> uh, you you can. It's hard when they start picking on your resources because, as you mentioned, Hank, the curve is a bit weird sometimes. You have yeah. uh, turn 
two Suchis or two Scallions, and then you want to deploy, uh, like as Richard, you also mentioned uh, what you want to do with the copy artifact is usually copy one of the creatures. And if you're playing white, you have always have four disenchants uh, in your main also. If you if you play against all the other colors, you don't play four shatters usually. You don't play four crumbles usually. You don't but, play. But even like even even more of a reason to in to, main, to, that to, is. to to not have the four copies in my uh, in, in my perspective, right? If you mm. play a Schwartz Disenchant deck, right, and then let's say you you get your your turn two Triskelion or your turn three, I don't care. But let's get you, and then you want to play copy after that, right? If you play against mm. white, you're sitting there with your copy and thinking, okay. I can copy my Trisk, but now if he removes it, it's redirected at a Mox. And you can well, at least you have a Mox. Your yeah. plan goes to... Uh, your plan is gone. I mean, that's, that's let's say, uh, sure, a Mishra is okay, but don't forget to activate your Mishra before you play the yeah. copy, because I've seen that actually happening to a run in, I think, uh, <laughs> okay. top 8 or top 4 of uh, the Winter Derby, uh, or whatever tournament that was, uh, where he forgot to activate his Mishra, copy, got, copy target was gone, and I want to activate the Misha. No, too late, right? So, um, yeah. Either, I think it's yeah. it's great to have the Misha as a backup. Uh, I usually play it out like that. If I only have one creature target with the goal, I have the Misha being able to activate it uh, if they remove it. This is an explosive version of the deck. You want to do stuff the early turns. You're playing uh, Mistress Workshop, you're playing four monowalls, you're playing all the jewelry, and you want to do stuff turn one, two, three. Uh, but let's actually move on to the version that uh, you played. Uh, Richard built, clearly, <laughs> to perfection, and uh, Hank destroyed, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Hank, Hank screwed it up. Well, actually, Hank had good results with it. So, well, <laughs> okay. probably, that's the re it. <laughs> probably the reason why we're sitting here, right? But, uh, a I better mean, player. No, no, no. I, 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 I played it the first time in uh, Odo in August 2020 and won it. So, mm -hmm. um, uh, let's that's say a good, uh, it, had results, uh, it had results right after building it. So, it, that wasn't bad. And then uh, when I win with a deck, I, well... I now I won a tournament with that guy Eo and played it last month in Olo for the first time since two years. But normally I don't play a deck again when I won with it. So I won with Robogeddon. So then I'll move on to the next thing. So that's the, my reason for not playing it anymore. But but, but you I, took it to the Derby. I took this to the Derby. Yeah, this is what you played in the Derby. <laughs> Well, maybe maybe I maybe I did. <laughs> At least I played it first. I did. I don't, can't remember. But oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. You, you, I can, you went 4-0 in the first patch. 
derby is a long time ago. <laughs> okay, so maybe I, maybe, maybe I have to redraw my statement. I played it in all the August, <laughs> and then I thought it was so good, so I picked it for the exactly. derby as well. <laughs> you tested so, it in the Odell, and then you went, because it was the Odell, the, the test your derby deck Odell, whatever. I know I know the Neos. No, no, no it was Odell August. That's not testing derby. Derby is four months later. Yeah, but you did, you played it in derby. I know for certain. Okay, okay, okay. No, that's <laughs> possible. Anyhow, we're we're going <laughs> during time wise, like timeline with uh, the yeah. iterations, and we're starting with your first build, I guess. Then, ah, Richard. yeah, yeah. I I go slightly back, and I will keep that short because I can be lengthy on everything, right? But for me, the the the, the 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 example Robot deck, which I really liked, was was the one from Leo Bruder. Which he actually mm -hmm. played in the first Racing Bull series live uh, in 2019, and that's mm -hmm. um, that's a deck which is uh, it has one Aatox, so a little bit of red and a fireball in a wheel, and it plays two animate deaths and then all the blue stuff, right? And it has the Suchis, the Skellies, and two Tetris. And he made the finals, although he had to leave for his flight, so he couldn't play the finals. And I thought, okay, I never owned the Skellies and Tetris, I need to buy those cards, but. Mm. Well, I had to, to see how, how good it is and how much I like it because it seemed to, for me a deck that I actually liked. So, but I never, mm. I never really built it and played it. And then, um, uh, I'm not sure, Nicholas Imwinkelried or whatever his, uh, his, his complete name is, played a Robots deck in the Suburb Derby. And I actually think he went then on a podcast with, uh, with Mano. I'm not actually sure, but I, I heard him talking about the deck. And he played four Juggernauts. Four Triskelion, four Suchi, and actually four Tetris as well, and four copy artifacts. And then yeah. three sets. Then you're, you can play, is it four workshops in those decks? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's four workshops. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was four workshops. Because else you can never so, get that, that much CMC6 yeah. uh, thing. So we're talking we're talking about like anabola, anabolic <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. like robots. But, but, way, but, but, but that deck actually, yeah, so I, I thought Leo Bruder was like playing around with it in my head. Then I saw the deck and he, he said, I want to play thread after thread after thread, um, uh, right? Until, well, your opponent is out of removal. Um, mm. And then I thought, okay, I have to, because I can't play for me uh, workshop, I have to port this deck to... Um, to a Swedish deck, right? Mm -hmm. So then I, I started thinking, okay, um, for Suchis, easy, for Triskelions, easy, um, for Juggernauts, also there, because the I like, anyway, decks that go one side, right? I love to play mm. a deck with only artifacts, so um, your opponent runs out of artifact removal fast enough, right? I love to play a deck with a lot of enchantments, so he needs to choose which enchantment to destroy, because nobody plays Tranquility, right? I love to play... I never play deck with... They don't? <laughs> nah, yeah, nah, sometimes they do, but they never win tournaments. But okay, okay. Sometimes I, I see decks, for example, I think the deck that actually won the Nordic Cup or whatever the official title is this or last week, with only plays four creatures, four Suchis. Then I'm thinking that's never a deck that I play because then mm. basically if you do not play creatures at all, you give your opponent a disadvantage, which is almost the same as a two for one, right? If I yeah. make my opponent have four cards in his deck, which are completely useless, I'm mm. ahead. And that's the same thing if I do the upside down. If I play only artifacts or almost only artifacts, right? I am creating a uh, already an advantage because my opponent never never packs 12 um, artifact removal. Although, of course, creature removal works here as well. So the, mm. the, the literally idea is threat after threat after threat, 
So and everything needs to be a hit because what we we did there, with what happens with this deck is that um, eventually one sticks and you win with it. Right? That's that's all you want to do. And then sometimes it's the sushi that sticks, sometimes the trish, sometimes the juggernaut, but something sticks. And that's where you have the copies for. Only you can't play tetrafus because you don't have the four workshops. So the tetrafus mm -hmm. are replayed with ICs, and then you of course can say, yeah, but that's not a creature, that's not the additional threat. No, but the mm -hmm. ICs take care of if your opponent has a threat, you can nicely tap that one, right? And your your own threat can still um, uh, go, connect. Yeah, connect. Mm. Or, and I, normally you don't want to play that game, uh, or you can tap down any threats if you're out of threats yourself. You can tap down Cedro Brass is the also, like old schoolest way of winning. Yeah, but but literally the the amount of <laughs> games I won with tapping down the city of Brass with an IC yeah. is 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 a lot in this deck. I mean, uh, because basically they destroy your Jockey, your Trisk, and your Shuchi, and then your IC is there alone, and you just let it deal I don't know 14 damage because you already did six, right? I say it's underplayed. I think. Do you agree, Hank? I think it's so well, good. <coughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> Maybe not, we're, I, we're not, if we're talking general. Not no, no, yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree. Um, we, except you and I, uh, or I shamelessly <laughs> also copied your Atlantic port of Manaus Orc deck, which plays a lot of ICs. I really mm. saw the power of IC in there. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. I mean, it's a very versatile, versatile card. Um, it's a bit heavy that it's a four drop. Um, but not a this day. I think Richard, we haven't talked about like you the you're you're playing white. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah. Yeah, so that white. also makes IC better in a way, since you're playing white for Armageddon, right? Yeah, yeah. So so I Armageddon is everywhere right, right now, right? So I mean mm -hmm. everybody who looks at the deck thinks, oh, that's another deck with Armageddon. Maybe last year I was already, let's say, not um, the first inventor obviously of uh, Armageddon. <laughs> but I, but but I, we've seen Armageddon in the past. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. now it's more. Exactly. You, you can see it more now. But 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 literally the idea was okay. Um, um, I I love. I already own three beta Armageddons. I I love them. I mean, um, yeah. It's 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 a great. That's card. the best way of playing or building yeah. decks. I think. And, yes, exactly. Yeah. And and then I thought, okay, okay. What if I add an Armageddon to this deck? Because you basically play Armageddon. Only you play a Robo Geddon. That's hence the the name of the deck, right? And I thought. Okay, this is going to be really great because nobody ever expects an Armageddon in a robot deck. And that was literally, yeah. last year in August, that was literally true. Everybody I played against, nobody was ever, ever, ever expecting Armageddon. So mm. the Armageddon were a huge surprise. And then basically what I did, if people saw an Armageddon in game one, I would it most of the time board it out. If people didn't see them, they were a surprise in game two. But actually, Geddon came out a lot. Because as as soon as let's say they know that plan as well, I rather have one of the sideboard cards. Because yeah, you would normally think you add white for disenchants and swords to plosures. I mm. only added one disenchant um, because in the main that is in the yeah. main that is yeah, and then there's three in the side uh, because you can tutor it right. So you basically have let's say one and a half copy. Uh, that's the same reason of, of playing the average right. Playing one with tutor makes you more versatile. But I wasn't splashing wide at all. Well, of course, for the sideboard plan and the one disenchant. But but the whole reason was Geddon. And that literally blew every opponent away. And playing Trish Geddon or Juggernaut Geddon or Sushi Geddon doesn't really matter. It's fantastic. Only downside, sort of downside was, 
Um, playing mana vault and Geddon, not a good idea. So two mana vaults, or three mana vaults in some decks. I play one mana yeah. vault main and I replace them with Felber Stones because that's a better combination. You don't want to go turn one, uh, or sorry, turn two Sushi and then have a tapped mana vault and not being able to play your Armageddon. So, yeah, it, it I think you, I agree if you're playing a Geddon, you're, you can't <laughs> like put out a bunch of... Uh, Mono vaults and then, or even one mono vault and get it. Uh, yeah, it's a bit weird. Uh, yeah. Like it's a, it's another way of going about. And, and you don't have the Aatox, yeah. So normally you have either Sage of Latinam in Bruder, or you have the Aatox mm -hmm. in, in in Red, where yeah. you can sack the mana vault. In this deck, Agreed. you have no you have no sack outlets, right? Um, so mm -hmm. the one mana vault is there in sort of. Uh, you never want more than one in this deck, and one is sometimes already tricky. So hence it's it's Felwerstones, and then you could say, okay, so. Your power, yeah, you have less power, but but this deck still is well, and I think Hank can complete me there because he played it more more than I did. It's threat after threat after threat, and then sometimes get him, but sometimes you don't need it, and it's just yeah, and and well, if panic happens, then you have your time twister. Uh, but mm. the crazy thing is, you play 29 mana sources, which I never thought I would ever 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 play in a deck. Um, um, but it, it, it just works. It, and that also works with Armageddon, because if yeah. Armageddon is just a wipe the board for both parties because you're sort of in panic mode, you have 29 mana sources, so you're always faster back up to speed than your opponent. So the 29 mana sources sometimes makes you bad in top decking, but it makes you better after Geddon as well. Yeah, I think it's really lean on uh, like lands in the blue-red version, but that's also more aggressive in a way. And you're you're only playing two city or brasses, uh, but that works for you maybe since you're playing so many. You have more uh, sources. Than, yeah. yeah. <coughs> you have less colorless. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 but you need you need less colors, and. Mm. Um, by the way, Richard, I just looked it up. You also played this in the Winter Derby 2020. Uh, okay. But um, no, so so and it had good results. So that was the reason for me to 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 start playing it at NukeCon. But it it you know I don't say you don't care about Blood Moon, but it's not that bad. No, no, it's not it, that you, it's it, not it, not that worrying if you play more red or and blue uh, stuff, right? Mm. You're playing uh, one Meister Island also, basic. Uh, so <laughs> that's that. And the Yule And the Mox. The Mox Pearl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the, I mean, sort of there's the single disenchant for as well, right? If you really hit, see it game. I, I love to play Blood Moon and Sydney in the Bottle main. Well, Sydney in the Bottle doesn't hurt this uh, deck, eh, but Blood Moon does. Um, yeah, yeah I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. It's this. I mean, you've got to build it, uh, Seb, and play with it. It's just. Mm. I, and I, because, because I, of course, need to play I'm, i've never played with your build although i would replace the surrenders but <laughs> and the black five and the black five sorry but uh, yeah i mean um, um it's it's fantastic what, 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 one thing what, one thing yeah. guys because I, I, this is a, actually a podcast so we are looking at pictures but yeah. maybe for the listeners <laughs> halfway through the pod if you're wondering shall we just name a little bit of the car, the build richard is talking about <laughs> yeah, I think we kind of uh, heard it, but we we so, have the Huguenots, we have the Triskelions, we yes. have the Suchis, we have the 
<coughs> ISIS was splashing the, all the restricted cards, uh, basically. Not balanced, no. though. That's the thing. That's what I changed. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but, yeah. And then free Armageddon, free copies, and then a bunch of lands. So, uh, yeah. But just to make sure, halfway listening through the pod, that at least... No, I started with it, Hank. I started with explaining the basics. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. going through it, Hank. You just, you, doing it you just didn't listen. You don't just like. listen good enough, Hank. Oh, what? But it doesn't matter. So, All right. so, so bad of you, Hank. <laughs> how, 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 okay, Richard. How well did the Mirror Universe work in the sideboard? No, I, I, I mean, you you know my uh, my policy on sideboards. I just throw 15 cards together. I'm, I'm really... Uh, one weakness is sideboard. We never play with sideboards on the kitchen table. Well, Hank and I no, never we do. Don't. We have we have one friend who wants to sideboard and then he has a sideboard and we don't. And then he still he's plays with sideboard, right? So, yeah, sideboard is part of magic. Yeah, I fully agree on a tournament. Not at my kitchen table, but okay. So, no, no, the middle universe in the side. Um, I mean, the side could definitely be optimized. I actually do like my two control magics there because that's a sort of win more as well, right? And it's a sort of two for one. And you you mm-hmm. you moved them out of the sideboard, Hank. I did. Oh, I did. yeah. Yeah, how could yeah. you? How could you? I mean, I like the fact that you remove Mana Drain, which is... Uh, because I'm playing Mana Drain main, you didn't. You replaced it by, no. I think, the balance. Or maybe, no. maybe later you did. Um, oh, yeah. uh, you added one Disenchant main for the for the Mana Drain in, in your... Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, so we'll... Yeah, so... so okay, so we're going to NoobCon 2. I basically took the same list. I didn't own a Fur Abyss. So I had to pick another sideboard card, uh, which became a no. I, I, I completely I, took I, another da- sideboard. I uh, I didn't play. <laughs> so, so I didn't play. No, it. I didn't do the sideboard thing. <laughs> no, no so, one of you did a good sideboard. That's what you're saying. Yeah. No. So I no. So what I changed is I added the second disenchant instead of the um, uh, the the mana drain. Uh, I added four blue blasts uh, and swords to plowshares to the sideboard. Um, anyways, I played in, in Noobcom 2. Sap and mainly, um, uh, mainly, mainly Gordon gave me shit about playing white and not playing any swords to plowshares mainboard. Um, I'm actually on the stream for the opener match, uh, where it just proves what Richard said. I was playing Will. I mean, if you are playing robots, of course you play Will, who is the <laughs> robot king of the US. Uh-huh. Um, and, and, and in game one, he, he literally ran me over. Game two, Richard was, I believe you were in public transport you were looking on your phone and you were i saw you know or at least afterwards i saw you posting in chat hang on he's gonna throw an armageddon everybody's like what yeah. he's gonna do what <laughs> I, already knew what, I already knew what's to, coming because I, I built this deck played it twice i now remember uh, my track record is is, is 14 2 and then and then everybody thinks will is winning and now all i think is no hank got this i mean it was obvious for me hank got it but nobody thought that was going to happen and that was fan- fantastic to watch like your your younger brother or an older brother winning <laughs> winning a tournament only it was one game against will right it felt like the same 
I lost two one. Yeah, let's be clear. Will took it down. Hey, one game, Hank. Hank, Hank, you got the one game. <laughs> but it is it is what Richard says. Nobody expects the well now if they play me, but nobody expected the Armageddon. And that mm. that you know, okay, Armageddon, Juggy or Armageddon Suchi, and uh, it's just especially Juggy. It's just game. I mean. Mm. That's five hitting you, trying to, to grab one or two lands to get that shatter or get that sword or that bolt in. Yeah. Um, I actually went really well on Nukon uh, until uh, just before uh, the match I was, I was going to go for top eight, I played uh, Peter. And Peter uh, Monte, Peter Monte is from Belgium. And because we're such a small country, you always get the Belgium guys as well. Peter was known for playing Urnum Geddon for the past three years. Mm. So me and Richard, we were texting and we were like, oh, I'm playing uh, Peter next. Richard goes like, oh, that's the best matchup you can get. Urnum Geddon is, is yours. Mm -hmm. Turns out he you played... Have, you have two sitting bottles in the sideboard. Richard didn't even have that. So Yeah, yeah so turns out... He freaking plays the Pendle Haven, Emerald Dragonfly, Day Third Barf Splashing Red deck. <laughs> he crushed me. He literally mm. crushed me. Yeah, that's really like sure. If you have the Triskelions are your MVPs there, I guess, and the Abyss yeah, too uh, slow could also yeah too but, slow. Like another thing differing with your deck builds, uh, Henke Richard. You, Richard is playing actually like he's cheating in a way. I say he's playing two books in the sideboard, uh, yeah. so it's it's very controlling if you like. Yeah, you can yeah. take in disenchants. You can take in at least uh, two of the source plowshares, and you can yeah. have books and just like. Take care of everything. It's, you already have the IC manipulators in your main, so uh, you can just lean back and build your board. And yeah, but agreed. you didn't. I you didn't, didn't take that route. Books. No, no, and I had the oh. books. I just didn't play them. Mm. I um, I wanted to go um, full uh, full aggro. As far as mm. you're going, so um, and it, it worked out. I did play the two cities uh, in the cyber as well. Though. So the main difference okay, is, okay. is Hank took out the, the two tomes, the two tomes for the yeah, the two books for the two blue the, the two blue blast. Added the Abyss in the sideboard for the control magic, and then probably sorts of blasters for the, the controls. Yeah. No, no sorts of blasters as well, right? So Tetris. Okay. I didn't I didn't have a Tetris, which was a good call uh, by the way. Uh, yeah, for mode. Yeah. Yeah, to, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. <coughs> um, Since you're not playing the Serendip the Fritz. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and I mean, the deck went quite well. I went, I don't know, top 25 or something. I ended up. Um, so I decided I wanted to play it again on Raging Bull series. Yeah, but I remember coming out of that match against the Piemonte, you said, I need balance in this deck. That, that's exactly. What you, that's what you said. Mm, exactly. right after I, and my point was, uh, I, I want every card to be a hit. Balance isn't a hit. Balance is a comeback card. And the deck sucks at top decking because you play 29 mana sources. So that was my reason for not playing balance. However, I do agree, right? If you play Tutor, a balance against these types of decks, I mean the Peter Monton types of deck, yeah, that's, yeah. Th th that's your oh, comeback. I mean, that? th then, 
then after that, right, after that balance, you play a Suchi and he plays a 1-1. One, one. So, yes, balance is definitely in your 7 Terrible. I remember, I remember vividly, it's 1-1 against Peter, where, I don't know, I was 6-7 Belgian beers in. Uh, we're playing for top eight, and I'm like, the only thing I can, I can now, I, how I can win this is, is to get a balance. I got a tutor. I don't have a balance in my sideboard. I don't have it in the deck. Not that I can tutor from a sideboard, but I would have sideboarded it in. And I remember having the discussion with Richard. Shall I play a balance or not? And he's like, well, but you're you're mostly ahead of creatures. So I really regretted that time. So the next tournament I had a balance. And I think I, I blasted through Raging Bull. I went 6-0 in the ah. uh, in the first series, in, 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 in all the six rounds, straight to top eight. Um, I believe I won that one as well. And then in the end, I got kicked out by uh, Ulla with his mm -hmm. Nether Void. Oh, it wasn't yeah. that great. That was special. Oh, that was special. I, I was sitting, because me and Timmy were doing commentating, live commentating, right? And it was, I mean, it was the, the, the most fun stream ever. We were drinking beers at my place. I was having fun seeing my best buddy in the top eight of my tournament. <laughs> and he needs to play Mr. Semi-Spice, because it is a lot of spice. Oh, he is spice. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah, but it's always good, right? So, so I mean, and then I'm thinking, ah, Hank goes to the finals, right? I mean, mm. an Edifoid, what can possibly go wrong? Now, I didn't even think, I mean, sure you had a chance, but I, I don't think yeah, you were ahead or you were confident of winning at any time during the match. Let's put no. it that way. No, 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 no. He had early, early Nether Voyage, he had land destruction. Um, he then had to play uh, Wouter, uh, who eventually won the tournament. Um, but my main, my hardest matchups, and that's why I asked you, Seb, was actually ATOC. So aggressive, so fast. Um, yeah, I think that's also where the Juggernaut really sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Since yeah. you have, the, have at least eight, uh, like Burn. If, yeah. if if you're playing like the more like Chain Lightning, Lightning Bolt version of it, talk, I guess uh, you have removals for those for days, <laughs> and you have well, you you're playing Shatter and whatever. Uh, a bunch of them, since a lot of ATOG decks is constricting your mana situation. You're playing Ang yeah. Ankh of Mishra, Black Vice. It, yeah. it, it, it was terrible. So for me, I already, you can see, I added the second Abyss main. In mm. the, so uh, we're, we're talking about how you're doing bull. after, or where are we now? After no, we're still bull. at the Raging Bull. No, no, still okay. at the Raging ah. Bull. I added the second Abyss and a balance mm. because of Peter Monta. <laughs> Now because yeah. of the creature decks, the aggro. Um, That's yeah. the problem. You only remember the losses. <laughs> the I know. <laughs> yeah. Hank, Hank built decks against his last loss, right? That's how Hank built yeah, yeah. deck. I mean, well, um, they work. 
I love it eh? when when guys say, uh, yeah, yeah, I've really tested my deck well, and then I ask how many yeah, games yeah, you ten play. Games. Yeah, I, I play <laughs> against my be best friend, right? Ten games against the same deck. No, no, yeah, you must have been preparing very well for this. I'm I'm certain at Utrechtrokken I get guys. Yeah, but when I play tested it work. What do you do? Yeah, yeah, I drew seven. I played against myself. Well done, well done. No, you you really came prepared. I can't believe why, where this failed. Yeah, uh, I think. I, yeah. Like you removed your, you're not playing mirror either, right? No, uh, no, 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 no. And 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 the, the four the, blasts were were too much. Yeah, I I just want to make a like point about mirror. At least in the blue red version, you're taking a lot of damage. Uh, I think mirror is fine in that sideboard since you're playing monovolts and the dibs. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I can see it being too clunky and actually not doing anything if you're playing more removal also like with the swords and disenchants and yeah uh, like better abyss is also yeah. better in the blue white version if you're not playing any main you you can have one main that is if you're not playing the dips so the middle yeah. universe is hard to cast against uncle mishas right but yeah you the, the mm. original idea was yeah if you get a lot of early damage because you didn't go off as planned then you have mirror, but then I rather have balance in most cases. I don't know. Well, yeah. no, not against red I, decks, right? I but agree with you in blue white, but uh, like yeah. it's not as big of a problem with the six drops in the if you're playing four mono vaults uh, in those decks. If you're playing four copies, four mono vaults, you have more, Agreed. but you're going all in. Uh, on it's more explosive in a way the blue red version you're talking richard about like threat wise you're playing threat of the threat but yeah. in the blue red version you're actually just like laying everything on the table uh, and sure you also took out the mana drain i'm not really sure about that though i kind of like the mana drain yeah. uh, it's I a like double blue yeah it's double, yeah, double blue with uh, 8 10 11 12 blue plus lotus which is mm. borderline in my uh, perspective. Yeah. I, 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 but yeah, I think the one counter is kind of nice, right? Because it keeps people on their on the, on the edge. Yeah, at, on the at, toes. At, at, yeah, at least um, I would say against uh, weaker players. I, I was pl I, I played last month's Odor, right? Uh, I, I didn't play for, uh, what is it, 11 months. And I was playing one guy. And I was, what was I playing? That guy on steroids. I'm not, I'm not playing any counters in that deck. He, he likely doesn't know, doesn't matter. I was playing blue. And he was really, uh, in his head, he said, well, you have two blue open, so you probably, he was, <laughs> I mean, if you are not an experienced player, you're, you're outthinking yourself, right? After. Yeah. And, and I, I, I don't think the Madrain really helps against the good players because they understand the concept of it's one card out of a deck of 60, right? But against mm. mediocre, well, mediocre sounds always so bad, but less talented players, it's even better. But the the worst players, if you're playing counter spells, are the are. I don't really like playing against those because then you keep your two blue up, and you're playing five counter spells, say, in the deck, <laughs> and they just play out their best threat, and you're like. Hey, <laughs> yeah, what are you? Doing? <laughs> you shouldn't do that. What's better than this? What's better than this? <laughs> I'm faking here. What's coming you should, next? You respect this. So, uh, yeah, but okay. That that's like well, small points uh, about it. Yeah. And we're talking about going forward with the blue white the last version. One. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I will I will I will talk about the last version which I played. I don't know, two months ago in Dusseldorf again, reindeer. Love the tournament, 
Um, Mitya's golf course as also the organizer. I, I played it again. What I did is I went down to one IC. I added the fourth uh, copy artifact. I also added the COP red and an additional source deplosure in the sideboard. COP red was always there, Hank. You? No, I added it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in, in Hank's version, yeah. yeah. You added it back. Yeah, <laughs> of course it was again. there, Hank. <laughs> it's because he met the Aetog deck. Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly that. Oh, I'm playing a lot of Aetog. Red damage, balls, fireballs. I'll add one COP red. All my problems are gone. <laughs> it worked. So, yeah. <laughs> um, now I, I, Although you did play four uh, Blue Elemental Blast uh, no, in your In the previous one. Version. And I went to yeah. three. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So I, I, I played the tournament. Basically, um, you know... We have a saying in the Netherlands, Evert was there. And we in, in the Netherlands, we say if Evert joins, the rest is playing for second place. <laughs> and um, so I believe round three, I was up against him. And I have added a um, picture so you can see. So at, I believe turn two, we both started library. Ah. And then turn two, I go Tundra, Mox, Lotus into Mind Twist. Yeah. So I won that one 2-0, <laughs> unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And you have, uh, a, you have a library there, so... Yeah, we both had a library. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, so it was fair. So at least he said, so turn one, he goes library, I go library, and he said, well, at least it's fair. Um, and and you he, said, I'll show you fair. <laughs> yeah, then he played a city. Um, I don't know what he played afterwards, and he goes like... Um, past turn and i'm like well it's not completely fair lotus mocks <laughs> into mind twist um, that that actually happened to me when i played the the blue red version in my first in in the noobcon i met ole Rode, and i i had city no i had the library like in the starting hand i was like oh wait this is the first time i'm <laughs> in the whole tournament and i was playing for top eight maybe i don't know uh, against Olerode. I was like, this is the first time. And then they did exactly what you did. <laughs> my <laughs> twisted my whole head. I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, 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 it's terrible. That, uh, yeah, This I, is what happens. It is what happens. And it's it, it's also what, and, and that's what I also like about Avert because he says, this is old school. You, yeah. know, you can only and do this in old school. I think this is probably the best mind twist deck actually also. Uh, yeah, you generate a lot of mana. Uh, yeah, especially if you're playing all the monovolts, you have like yeah. basically if you have <laughs> mind twist in your starting in your opener, you're probably set for that game if you're not playing against counter spells and whatever. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So the the tournament was great. Uh, we arrived actually on the Friday, and uh, so Richard asked me, "What are you going to play?" And the tournament was set up Friday, uh, ABU only. So I played. A mana flare version of the well basically mana flare shivan blah 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 mm. on friday went out i don't know came home five six in the morning so i told richard i want an easy deck i'm going to play the robo again and again uh next day um uh, i was out with timmy and and and, and Irwin. and next day we come in i just again i first five rounds no loss, well, you know, two ones, but I, I, I won it. Then the last round, I was already in 2-8. I got matched 
uh, Christian screwed up uh, Teleria. I got matched to somebody at the bottom, and uh, I actually lost. <laughs> yeah, that's karma for you. <laughs> but I'm still in top eight, and I get to play Mari, and Mari is on Lauter, and I don't know. Ah. I didn't know he was he was playing Lauter. He didn't know what I was playing, and I'm like Mari, I don't give bleep anymore because you always say kids hey kids um uh let's swap deck so we swap decks so i played his deck <laughs> not knowing what he was playing he played my deck uh, and okay. he goes like what the bleep are you playing <laughs> and i i opened up with lion dip tundra so i knew what he was playing because he he, he plays it quite frequently um in the end he beat me so mm -hmm. with um, your deck Yes. So in his mind, he said that he's a better player. I said I had a better deck. But um, <laughs> he went on. Eventually, again, Avert wins the tournament. Uh, <laughs> so shame on you. For no, no, I had fun. I mean, reaching top eight is enough. I mean, yeah. it, you know, that's Especially it. Especially if it's like... IRL, you're sitting down and... You ah, but there's a difference. Like, reaching top eight, if you've never won a tournament, then it's a different story. True. But as soon as you oh. won a, a real-life tournament, then top eight is enough. At least okay. that's how it, so, how it works for me. If you've never won no. a tournament... He, Henk wasn't drinking when he made his top eight at the Kellings of Nines of Thorn because he wanted to win. Henk didn't need to drive. Eh? He wasn't drinking mm -hmm. anything because he wanted to I win was, the first... Uh, I was real -life really... In a much lower pace than I do normally. So, set the story behind that is, I um, when I joined, so when Richard told me there's this format you will like it, it's old school in 2018. I said, you know what? I'm gonna play Stasis again. That's where it ended. <laughs> I quit around Visions uh, time frame, and um, so I played Stasis, and I like the the prison deck. So I played Link Equilibrium. Uh, 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 I played. Hank, you forget uh, the best part. You built a proxy status deck. We played one night. Yeah. We let you win all the games. He was in, and then he never won again with status. So, no, that's not completely true, but it's always in the lower end. So the problem with prison decks is you're always hitting the bottom tables. Mm. Or mid. No, and no, no. And equilibrium, I almost made top eight. Hey, I won with uh, with Parfait, yeah? A tournament. Yeah, yeah, 10 years. But um, <laughs> anyway, so I told Richard, mm. At least I know I can play some cards. So I went to Knights of Torn, played uh, White Blue Skies. Um, and my only goal was to reach top eight. Mm. Went top eight, won, went uh, to the finals. Um, and w once I was close for top eight, yes, I lowered my drinking pace. Who do I meet in the finals? I meet Tilo, the friend of Florian, playing Stasis. I'm like, how much of a karma is this if I lose the finals <laughs> to Stasis? But after two and a half hours, <laughs> I won by... Um, uh, uh, he, he, he played Stasis with Twiddlefold. And um, so he went on grabbing cards, four holding mines, everything. And he had five cards left in his library. And he says, pass turn. And I'm holding an ancestral recall. And I'm holding a recall. Like, mm -hmm. Okay, ancestral you recall my ancestral ancestral you again win the win the last game. Mm -hmm. That was when, yeah. So that's what Richard is referring to. to <laughs> after that, it doesn't matter anymore. You know, as long as you okay. reach top eight. <laughs> <laughs> so you need to win one, then you then you. 
You're yeah. sad. Hmm. Well, not sad, but then it, you know, the top eight is a lottery. Yeah, yeah. Usually, there's a lot of rules that don't really. It's not written down, but if you have gone X and O in the Swiss, you will probably lose your first match in the. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Especially if you're now old school. We don't have any buys or anything. Uh, we don't have like usually in other tournaments you can like draw in to top eight Look. then you also always lose your first yeah. game in top eight because oh. you're just walking around and don't do anything look at yeah. menno 14-0 in in swiss with with nukon i believe when they did the mm. whole uh Sven talk uh, thingy yeah 14-0 and then in yeah. top eight quarterfinals i think he was out mm -hmm. right yeah. or was he outside yeah, yeah. i don't know well it was against the deck it's fluffy yeah it's fluffy you won yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, he he did the wrong decision of. Uh, no, no, we're not going to mention the shattering. Okay. <laughs> Shatter the book, anyhow. <laughs> Do mm. that. No, no, uh, but so it, it reads the point what you're saying. Yeah. Going uh, forward, you're you actually well, if you you're tuning it, uh, and we we still have the get on and Richard, you haven't had any say in where you should be do you agree with like balance or and some of the decisions that Henk has made no i would never play to the average main because uh, that's definitely one too much i would never play four copy main but i already iterated uh, on that and i would never only play one ic so this is uh, now so this latest version is no longer my version right now it's <laughs> now, now it's Hank's version which he's tuning away from the original concept um but I kind of like this more. Yeah, <laughs> so, me too. So I'm on, I'm on your side, Hank. But, no, uh, no, never, ever, guys. It's, it's, well, the thing is, there's two different things, right? Um, um, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a Spike Johnny kind of guy, right? Um, yes, I play for the win, but I never played the, I've never played the deck Louder or Atok, as, which I consider as the three best decks, right? I always try it with a one and a half, Probably one tier one and a half or tier two uh, two deck. At least uh, that's mm. how I uh, treat them. But I also like to decks to play decks with the philosophy. And then you just mm. need to stick with the philosophy. I play that guy on steroids with four jusums, not because I think four jusums are, are are the best way. I think three are optimal. And that's the same thing mm. with with this deck, right? As soon as I I I get away from threat after threat after threat, it becomes mm. a different deck. I play dreams combo. I love it. I play one sided, no counter spells, no holding back. You either get the combo or you're done. Mm. So for me, you're it's throwing everything in the face of your opponent. Yes. So so for me, it's it's it's. I'm not saying that there. I mean, there's definitely optimizations always. But mm. uh, looking at Hank's deck, it's already not anymore. It, it's already too far away from the real intention it had when it started out. Well, too far away. It's four cards, right? But um, <laughs> it, it, it's it's drifting away, and I don't like to like to see ninety percent of the time the same games will play out. Yeah, but yeah. yeah but yeah, and anyway, I mean, most I mean, uh, my three Armageddon's is is a uh, was sort of new in in robots, but it's and one disenchance that's four cards different from any other robots deck, right? Yeah, apart from the mana mm. base. So I'm not saying my my thing was spectacular or anything, but at least uh, the philosophy I love. Yeah, I think that's what's nice for the listeners to hear. Like, even talking about the Blu-ray version, now talking about the Blue-White 
version, you, just to have a feel of robot decks and what you can possibly do with them. What what were you thinking about, Eng? No, no, I just wanted to say because I'm not sure, but if we're, we're going towards the the we're, we're one and a half hours in now, exactly. I wanted, yeah. There's one remark the Americans make, and that's mm -hmm. robots is not viable in Swedish. Okay. Yeah. I uh, think it is. <laughs> yeah, me too. I think it's uh, well, Richard. You might be right. This is a 1.5 tier deck, but like, it's so uh, it swings with such a big hammer that like a lot of games, your opponent just like, okay, that was the game, and you you just like, well, <laughs> like scoop up the cards. Next round, let's go. <laughs> exactly so, that. Yeah. You 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 have. Uh, Clean answers also. You mentioned Abyss, maybe two is too much in main, but that's also sometimes you have the Abyss and the Triskelion against all of the, yeah. even the green Emerald Dragon deck. Uh, you can usually just like, if you have a Triskelion in play, turn three or four, they just like, okay, well, I will never win this. Uh, yeah. The the problem with the deck is, of course, you have Energy Flux, you have Shatterstorms, and you have... Uh, Discs could be a problem. Uh, uh, like maybe any, the, any, well, it's a hoser of, in a way, yeah. right? But energy, you, you, you can really yeah. lose with it also, yeah, since you're swinging with such a big hammer. But energy you flux, can, because it's Felber stones instead of mana faults, it's less of an issue. I Well, no, that's not true, because your Felber cost upkeep as well. I, what, what I was thinking, hmm, I can't remember, 29 mana sources, that's probably it. I didn't yeah. have that much problems with, with, with energy flux, not as much as I expected, let's put it that way. Maybe that's also yeah. playing those couple of games with Fluxes where you're just lucky that it doesn't hit you that much. But Yeah, I agree. It's it's not like you lose instantly against all the cards we mentioned. I don't think uh, Neverell's Disc is a really very big problem for this deck since no. you're playing Disenchance or whatever. But sometimes no, I agree. the opponent have that and of you course. like don't have the answer. Then you don't have anything left on the board afterwards. No, no, no. But then, but then you play the waiting game either for you when you pull yeah. a Hercules or for for us when we play pull a disenchant, you force mm -hmm. them on it. Uh, talking about flux, um, at the in in the Odo when you played the machine gun deck, mm -hmm. um, yeah, we met. <laughs> we played the group final basically in yeah. uh, in um, uh, on stream with uh, with Gordon. Um, You're playing fishes. I was playing fish, and I had two free fluxes out, and you still, yeah. you know, you could still win. You still didn't care. Yeah, I, I played the Red Elemental Blast, I think, on one of them at least. Uh, and then I just kept or, on sacrificing my Suchis uh, oh, exactly, to pay uh, upkeep yeah. costs. And then, yeah, I... Like, we, we haven't really talked about Hercules, but you guys left uh, that also. I, I agree with that since we don't play any Mono Vaults or that many Mono Vaults uh, anymore. Uh, but, like, I love playing the type of decks where you you can basically sit alone at home and draw seven. <laughs> and like, oh, look at all the stuff I'm doing, like turn <laughs> one or two. Uh, and this is absolutely one of those decks uh, yeah. where, where you can, yeah. like, spew out really big things and do like unfair stuff 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and, and that's indeed like uh, because we branched off there. I think indeed while it's in Atlantic, uh, robots or shops is, is likely tier one or no, it is tier one. Yeah, oh, in that Swedish, is. It, it, it is one and a half. And it, I mean, Robogeddon is, um, Leo, uh, Leo bots or Bruder bots, whatever you want to call it, uh, is. And I think the blue version, if you skip the Serendips, could. No, no, I mean, I think probably uh, the track record also ends up at being a tier one and a half deck, right? So. I think they're all great decks, um, and, and it's it's not as weak as people think. And I think that's a lot. Uh, we see a lot of bot robot decks being played lately, but still, Atok is. I mean, you always have a weak opponent, and then it's uh, or you're weak against a opponent, and then the, yeah. the problem is if that's Atok, you know for sure you're gonna uh, encounter it a lot, right? If you're weak against the deck, it's likely not <laughs> that big as a problem because nobody plays the deck unless you really really yeah. want to win yeah, yeah and like all every deck is weak against the deck right uh, i think it's more like i mentioned being afraid of uh, dust to dust and stuff it's yeah. more like maybe with some dead guy al decks or whatever you can play sometimes you feel playing this deck that you're like okay i'm i'm sitting here with you guys have more mana sources with lands, but I'm sitting here and I have no like real permanence with big clunky creatures in my hand, or I'm sitting here with nothing in my hand and my opponent has enough life and maybe counter spells or whatever because they have destroyed everything. Balance could be a problem against uh, this deck. Also, it's you need to have uh, be the right player to play it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, I think we kind of said it all. We touched a bit on the sideboard options. Uh, I don't think we need to mention anything else there. Like, pretty basic, straightforward. Uh, Sideboarding is easy. If they've seen yeah. the Armageddon's, take two or three out and just put the three cards you need from your sideboard. Yeah, and I usually take out like a wheel... Uh, yeah. Or uh, if you're yeah. on the draw, if you're playing against like aggressive decks, you can take out the mono vault in the red blue version. Uh, and you, of course, the vices comes in and out. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm not sold on it being a bad card, at least not in the <laughs> red red blue version. But maybe you don't need to, I guess, if you go. It's good with fluxes. Uh, sorry, with uh, Hercules. <laughs> Not Fluxes, but... Yeah, Vice Flux. And like if you're playing two wheels, uh, it's better also, I guess. Two. Uh, so, well, thank you guys for uh, joining us. And uh, do, do you want to say anything before we leave? Yeah, how about you, Hank? Uh, Have you missed out on anything? I don't think we've missed out on anything. Maybe a little shout out. If you want to join a uh, very relaxed monthly, just go to Antolaria. Uh, okay, the shout out is Slanfan, you're doing excellent work. Ha I mean, half of the world is already using your tool. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. And for Richard, do you have anything you want to add? Just hope to meet many of you in real life because the last one and a half year or almost two years kind of sucked and uh, it's time for <laughs> beer and live magic. Exactly. I couldn't have said it better myself. And you, you signed me up for the Raging Bull now. So you, you are. You're in. Yeah. Book travel. When, 
when, when is the when is it? Twenty uh, fourth of May or something. I never I never it's in my agenda. <laughs> Good. Good. End of May. In end the of future. May. End of May. Uh, well, thanks guys for joining and uh, have a nice day out there, everyone. Alright, thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye Ik heb de mooiste op dit feestje op de mond gepakt Als ik morgen ga heb ik geen spijt van dat Ik heb alle mooie dingen die ik kon gepakt Ik heb die boom gepakt, de rasje zon gepakt Voor ik ging heb ik een jonko op balkon geklapt Als ik morgen ga heb ik geen spijt van dat Ik heb alle mooie dingen